0: Sharing personal stories, practical help, and timeless principles to help you live at your best. So lean in and let's tackle life together.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of First in Maine, your avenue to living well. I just really love saying that. I feel like I'm like a news anchor when I say that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You do sound like a news anchor. Um, It's pretty catchy. It
1: is pretty catchy. I love
0: that you came up with this slogan. Well, I didn't do it on my own, that's for sure. I definitely had the help of the Holy Spirit.
1: I remember, I remember when you found this scripture. We were at the salon and I was doing your hair and we were talking about the podcast and we needed a name and you had been in prayer about it and you said that you had flipped open the Bible. And you were led to Proverbs eight. And first in main is what jumped out at you. Yeah. And I am so glad because all I could think about at the time for a name for our podcast was like something cheesy like Gal pals or something ridiculous <laughs> like that.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Can you imagine our podcast being called Gal Pals? <laughs> we need we need
0: like a little youth kid edition. <laughs> Call it Gal Pals. You're too funny. Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, you know. Me, Lauren. And for those of you that know me, I love a good name because obviously in the Bible, names carry a lot of significance. And I really do. I know the Holy Spirit showed me that day. And I really do love it. I love our name. So, you know, first in Maine, I think it's not only a really good foundation to build on, and the Holy Spirit just keeps surprising me with kind of like little insights that He gives me into why we call it first and main. I mean, obviously overarching is the fact that, well, he's to be first. Yes. (laughs) And he's to be main. But I think because our heartbeat is to really help people live well, we do that when we keep first things first and we keep the main thing, the main thing in our lives. So yeah. yeah. And, you know, I think if we boil all that down, it's loving God first and loving others. Yeah. That's the avenue to living
1: well. It is. I love it. When I was um, first able to like read and meditate on Proverbs eight, I just like I knew it was genius because just like Lady Wisdom cries out in the city square in Proverbs eight to anyone who is listening, I feel like you and I are kind of like doing the same thing. Yeah, we're meeting people in the busyness of their everyday lives through this podcast with just timeless principles to help them live well. God loves to help us, and we both know that He has helped us like a whole bunch.
0: <laughs> a whole yeah. bunch. And we
1: love being able to pass along the things that we have learned. <laughs> and are learning. Yes, that too. <laughs> right? Um, we aren't perfect by any means, uh-uh. but He has equipped us and has called us to help and coach others along the way.
0: Yes, Everything you just said, right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, guys, we all know that life can be really challenging, and we need help figuring it out. And we say it here all the time. God never intended us to do life alone. And His wisdom comes to us in all sorts of ways. He uses others. He uses his word. I mean, there's just a variety of ways that um, God wants to bring wisdom into our life. And it really is one of the most valuable things that we can have in this life. And here's the thing. The Holy Spirit is the one who guides us To truth. He wants to give us wisdom and a whole lot of other things as well. You know, whenever we're facing a situation or, I mean, navigating a season of life, making a decision, I mean, be it having energy, I know I need a lot of that, um, or resources to just tackle the day. We need his help and he loves to help. Yes. (laughs) I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, I think we should all get. A permanent sign in our house, so whenever we're walking through it, it just says help wanted. Yeah, <laughs> I <laughs> you know, posted in the windows, help wanted. And the thing is, uh, he'll gladly take the job every single
1: day. Yes, he will. I love that. I want to sign to you. We, we do need to make some signs. <laughs> Well, last month in our last episode, we talked about fear of the Lord and what that really means and how we can apply it not just to our 2023, but to our life as well. And like we said, as we acknowledge God, He promises to help us and give us wisdom. So today we just thought it would be great to take some time to discuss the Holy Spirit and how to get to know Him better because He is someone who is referred to as the Spirit of Truth. And He is willing to come alongside us to advocate for us and to help us and to comfort us and lead us into truth and just impart His wisdom to us. The reality, I think, is We will never live God's way without the Holy Spirit.
0: You are so right, Lauren. You know, last episode we talked about staying on track, and the Holy Spirit is the one who can help us do just that. So guys, I just want to ask you a couple questions and just be real honest with yourself. How well do you know the Holy Spirit? How often do you talk to Him or acknowledge Him? throughout your day? Do you know how to hear His voice? And here's a good question to ask. Have you ever studied what the Bible has to say regarding the Holy Spirit? And now here's the key, for yourself. You know, God definitely uses others to instruct us to equip us. I mean, we love the church, right? We right. <laughs> love parachurch ministries, podcasts, all those kind of things. He'll use many different things to comfort us. But I cannot express, I mean, how great a joy and privilege it is when you get personal revelation on things, studying them on your own. There is nothing like experiencing the presence of the Holy Spirit, you know, in your house, when you are applying yourself to just learn and grow, when His presence just becomes present in your car, I mean, wherever you are, uh, when you receive those gentle promptings that He is so willing to give you throughout your day. I mean, when you personally hear His voice and just get to know Him, It's amazing. It is. So our hope today is that during this episode, we are going to leave you with a stronger desire for getting just a greater understanding of the Holy Spirit and a desire for a deeper relationship with him, regardless of where you are on the continuum, you know?
1: Yes, 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 yes. I love that you said that about like learning things for yourself because I cannot tell you how many times. I have called on friends or family before, just needing really good advice, and then like nobody answers the phone. (laughs) But when you have the Holy Spirit on speed dial, He answers every single time. He He is just sitting there waiting, ready to hear from you. Listen to what Proverbs 2, verses 2 through 5 says. "'Tune your ears to the word of wisdom.'" set your heart on a life of understanding. That's right, if you make insight your priority and won't take no for an answer, searching for it like a prospector panning for gold, like an adventurer on a treasure hunt. Believe me, before you know it, fear of God will be yours. You will have come upon the knowledge of God. Love it. So guys, let's jump in.
0: I think there are some interesting things to know before we go a bit deeper. Let's just start with, in the New Testament alone, the Holy Spirit is mentioned like 264 times. At least 60 of those is in the four Gospels, which is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Then he's mentioned 57 times just alone in the book of Acts, and then 132 more times in the New Testament letters, which we refer to as the epistles. Only in three books of the New Testament is he not mentioned, which I think is like Wow. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) In John 16, before Jesus died, he told the disciples that he was going away. And the fact that he was going away was really to their advantage. So do you understand why that was and how that actually applies to you and I today? If you don't, you can find it in the Gospel of John, but I'm going to share just a little bit here. He told them that It was to their advantage because once he went away, they would actually receive a promise. And that promise was the Holy Spirit. And there he's referred to as the helper, which there's a Greek word for that, which is um, parakletos. That word translates to mean one who comes alongside, one who is an intercessor, one who is a helper, an advocate, a companion, a comforter. There is actually an entire chapter in the Bible dedicated to this promise. It's called Jesus Promises the Holy Spirit, and you can find it in John chapter 14. And you can even learn more about his role in our lives in chapters 15 and 16 of that book. I really, really, really want to encourage you to read those passages. I don't care how many times you've read them. Go back after listening to the podcast and just ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you afresh again out of those chapters. But as Lauren mentioned earlier, the Holy Spirit is referred to as the spirit of truth. The Holy Spirit will steep our lives in reality and fact. So regardless um, of where you are out there, the Holy Spirit is willing to come alongside you and lead you to the truth. But the question is, are you willing to be taught? Are you willing to change how you think if he shows you that you're off track in an area? I genuinely believe if we will just humble ourselves a little bit and say, I don't think I know it all. There may be things in my life that I think are true, but they might not be true. So Holy Spirit, will you lead me to the truth? I'm open. I'm open to learn anything that you want to show me. Correct me, my thinking in any area, because I want wisdom. Yeah. I want to live well, and I want to live at my best. And I believe you are the one who can help me with that.
1: Yeah, I love that you say that, because if you think about like making a decision a big decision about anything. Like if you're going to buy a new car, what do you do? You research the cars you go through and you like do your homework about what you're going to buy, your budget and all those things. So like, you know, knowing that you have a advocate for you, a helper that can like help you with this decision making, I think is essential. We need that. Um, those are really great questions that you asked. Are you willing to change how you think if he shows you that you're off track in an area? I mean, that is that is something we should be thinking about. And I'm glad that you mentioned the um, Gospel of John, mm-hmm. because these passages that you were talking about are where Jesus told the disciples that he had a lot to tell them, but they couldn't receive it all at one time. And Jesus tells them that the Holy Spirit who is the spirit of truth will come and guide them and that whatever the holy spirit hears in heaven he will tell them hmm. which is what he still does for us to this day it is so it is so important to like do your research to go in ask the holy spirit to help you you know you don't know everything like you were saying well jesus also promised that the holy spirit would give us revelation and remind us of all of his teachings Plus, the Holy Spirit would reveal to us all that is ours in Christ.
0: I love that all. Yeah. And guys, it's a lot of stuff. Yes. <laughs> yes. And all if of he it. Were, You know, if he were to just drop that uh, into our plate all at once, mm-hmm. you know, it would be overload. Yes. It'd be information overload. It would be absolutely overwhelming because God has so much for us, but there are I think it's in Peter, exceedingly precious promises that have been given to us in Christ. And it's the Holy Spirit as the time is right in our life that he will begin to reveal all of those promises. And a lot of times it's where we are in our life and he'll open our eyes and we may be going through something and then boom, he reveals that particular promise to us at that season of our life. He's just so great at all of that. You know, I was just reading Jeremiah thirty three I'm so glad you said that. I mean, I literally just read it the other day where it says, um, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Mm-hmm. And I was looking, I love like my Bible will give you like, it does the words and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And the word there was um, batsar, which it means... um Isolated or inaccessible. So God is saying, Look, if you'll call to me, I will give you revelation. I'll give you insight. I'll reveal to you things that there's no way you know because they're inaccessible apart from me. But again, the key, He's going to do that when you ask Him to do it. So What a great promise Jesus gives to us. It is incredible. You know, Jesus only could be at one place at one time when he walked on this earth. So we now have the promise of the Holy Spirit who can be everywhere at all times, who's all knowing and communicate to each one of us, walk with us personally every single day. Yeah, So incredible. Yeah, Such a blessing. And you know, when I think about this, call to me and I'll answer you, show you things. The way that he's done that in my life, I certainly, it would take, I don't even know how many podcasts to go through, uh, you know, some of them, because it really is astounding. But as I was thinking about us doing the podcast, there were a few that were like really jumped out to me. One is coming to Atlanta, praying and asking the Holy Spirit. We know we're in the Bible Belt, right? There's churches everywhere really seeking God, asking the Holy Spirit, we have no idea where to go, but there's a place for us. There's a body that you want us to connect with that we can serve, and they are going to be ones who will help us grow in all of that. And I remember the Holy Spirit showing us so clearly a place that we were supposed to go and visit. We did visit there, and it was such a perfect fit for us. That's where we ended up meeting so many people that have been absolutely essential to our growth and development would have probably never happened if we would have just tried to figure that out on our own. Yeah. There was um, time the time, and I've mentioned it here before, where I ended up having to go to, back to work. There were all sorts of you know places I could have applied, and I fasted for three days. Holy Spirit, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I have... I, Please reveal to me, show to me, open what is unbeknownst to me and give me insight and direction. And I remember him waking me up as clear as anything, straight out of the bed. I hear a phrase, know that I'm supposed to go type it in the computer, type it in the computer. And the craziest thing, I don't even, I can't remember what the phrase was, but it really had nothing to do Uh with like what popped up on my screen. Somehow what popped up on my screen was, This job. Right. And I applied for it. And later that day, I had a job after not working in nursing for 12 years. Wow. These are the kind of things that we're talking about. So, understanding, I think, the role of the Holy Spirit in our life is absolutely of immeasurable importance. He truly is our avenue to living well. So, we really want to help you understand the who the Holy Spirit is today. Uh, obviously, we'd like to explore some of the things that He does. He is given different titles in the Bible. And I think a lot of times, like I went back to names, Yeah, names reveal things. Yeah. They're very important. And the Holy Spirit is given different titles in the Bible because it's revealing some aspect of who He is. But He's also described as having certain attributes. And he's even explained with various symbols. I mean, he's so like deep <laughs> and <laughs> expansive, mm-hmm. it takes a lot of different ways to kind of give us a full picture of who he is. He's described you know, with symbols such as water, a dove, wind, fire, oil, ha, huh. anyway, okay. Yeah. I'm, I, I, uh, I get excited. <laughs>
1: It is exciting. And I love that you mentioned this, um, especially you know, one of the symbols being wind, because I actually first learned um, this from a friend of mine. Her name's Amber. And I learned it right after I got engaged. And on the day that um, Peyton proposed to me, I was supposed to have lunch with my friend Amber. Okay. And I would not cancel plans with her for anything. Peyton kept trying to get me to like (laughs) reschedule my lunch with her, but her and I had such crazy schedules that we just couldn't like get together Uh to do this. And it was right before Christmas. And so I was like in the Christmas spirit, Uh you know? And I was getting annoyed with him that he kept trying to like make me cancel my plans. You're such a good friend. (laughs) (laughs) So um, Peyton actually called Amber. And had, him, um, had her help him propose to me. <laughs> really sweet. Um, so I kind of feel bad that I, I wouldn't cancel plans with her for him. But I didn't know. Anyways, right. long story short, during the day that I was supposed to meet Amber for lunch and the time that Peyton was proposing to me, there was a really bad rainstorm. Um, there was tornadoes that was actually going through Alabama. Oh and goodness. so it was like lightning, thunder. I was driving um, to meet up with Amber and like... The interstate was jammed. Um, just flooding on the roads. It was really bad. And so Peyton, who was standing outside on a putting green at a golf course oh, with an umbrella, waiting for me to like show up, um, he was he was praying. He was basically praying that like, please God, stop it from raining so that I can propose and like Lauren won't get soaked and it won't like ruin this moment. But he actually, he was so nervous as well. And he wanted to make sure he was making the right choice that he asked God to please give him confirmation by making it stop raining. Mm. And so, um, I like show up and right as I'm like walking up to him, it completely stops raining, Mm. completely stops raining. Peyton is on his knee, like in a puddle of water. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guys. Yeah. And he's like, he's starting to tear up and cry. And I just thought it was like, he was emotional because he was about to propose to me. I didn't know it had a lot to do with like the prayer that was just answered Mm -hmm. for him. And so Peyton pops the question. And then all of a sudden, this huge gust of wind picks up. I mean it was so strong it like pushed me backwards. Mm. And my umbrella like flew out of my hand and it just toppled down the hill and it just like flew down the mm. hill. And um, it just it kind of like took my breath away basically. And all of this is on video. Like my friend Amber, she was recording that <laughs> the whole time, which I'm so glad because it was such a moment and you can just see like this Gust of wind just flowing around and after that happened and we were talking about the video she was telling me that she was just tearing up she could feel that holy spirit around us mm. and that's when she explained to me the scripture and this has always comforted me so much because no matter how upset Peyton and I like get with each other mm-hmm. I just know that like without a doubt in my mind, like we are supposed to be together. I do believe the Holy Spirit confirmed it in that day in that exact moment. And I mean, if you think about the Holy Spirit answered his prayer. Right. I mean, he confirmed his thoughts. And then I feel like he affirmed my future. Absolutely. And it just, it was such a powerful moment.
0: Oh, I love that. Oh, I don't think I knew that story. Yeah. I remember the video from your wedding, but I don't think I knew the whole story behind it. Yeah. That's
1: awesome. Yeah. I definitely don't want to take us off track, but I had to tell that story because the Holy Spirit was so powerful that day. You know, he did comfort Peyton. He helped us and have our moment without being rained on. Um, He encouraged me through scripture shortly after. And He supported us. I mean, he truly, really was our advocate that day. Oh,
0: that is so good. I love that. I love that you shared that. I mean, that is just how awesome the Holy Spirit is. (laughs) I mean, there are so many things we could discuss when it comes to Him. You know, in preparation for this episode, I asked the Holy Spirit, you know, what should we focus on? Because again, so expansive and very gently as I just sat there and listened, Mm -hmm. I heard him say, my personhood. Mm -hmm. You know, I really want to stress the importance of understanding the Holy Spirit as a person. Because, yes, it's important that we understand the things that he does, the fruit that he produces in our lives, and obviously the power that he makes available to us, and even the gifts he offers. It's just that sometimes... I'm afraid that if we're not careful, we can actually place too much focus on those things rather than him as a person. Yeah. He's a person. And just like, I kind of felt sad when I heard him say like my personhood. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, I'm a person. So I really want to encourage all of you um, out there, regardless of how well you think you know him, Get to know Him even better. Get to know Him. And all the other stuff, it's going to follow because that comes with Him. It's kind of like first and (laughs) main. First and main, get to know Him. Okay, so here are some things you want to understand about Him. First, the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity, he's God. He's named and respected as God throughout the scriptures. He does things that only God can do, and he is in no way inferior to the Father or to the Son. And as such, he is just as deserving of our love, our worship, and our obedience. As you read the pages of the Bible. What you're going to see about the Holy Spirit is that he possesses divine attributes. We talked about it a few minutes ago. The great thing about him being with us is he can be everywhere, you know, at all times. Mm-hmm. There are things such as omnipotence, omniscience, knows all things. So there are many divine attributes that he is given throughout the scripture. The other cool thing about the Holy Spirit is that He displays personal attributes, like things like intelligence. He has a will. He has emotions. You can find that in the Word. And the cool thing is that you'll see Him acting in personal ways. He announces things. He'll, you know, commune with you. He convicts. Proverbs 8, He cries out, right?
1: Yeah, and he, he decides and demonstrates and intercedes. Um, I think that he also reminds us and reveals and searches and speaks to us. Yeah, we
0: said, you know, he
1: hears, he guides, he uh, testifies, yeah. he teaches, he works. Yeah, and, and the Bible says that he can be appealed to, blasphemed, grieved, insulted, lied to, and pleased, and tempted even. yeah. So he is
0: a person. And as I was sitting there and just asking him, what do you really want us to focus on today? And he said, my personhood. I sat there and um, he actually gave me a word to share with all of us today. And the way that works in my life oftentimes is when I'm praying and talking to him, as, as you know, I would be sitting here talking to you, Lauren, and I get quiet and I listen and I hold my little, you know, I'll have my little pencil because I'm ready. Like, tell, tell me something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll start hearing him talk to me. And as, as I do, I just write those words down. And so I wrote it down uh, just as I felt prompted to do. And I'm just going to read it as I heard it. And this is what I heard. He said, I'm a person, not an it. I am to be treated as such. Acknowledge me ask me things, consult with me, and listen. I have heavenly insights to share with you that can keep you from wasting precious time, resources, and energy. Only seek my help throughout your day, and I will show you. Listen throughout your day for my gentle promptings. You will sense things like when you need to wait or slow down. Say no. Or call someone or do a kind gesture. The more you acknowledge my promptings, the more you'll become aware of my leading. Ignore me and you'll surely regret it. You'll miss out on the blessing that comes from obedience. This will take practice and consistency, but before long, it will be as natural as walking one day at a time. Abide with me make room for me, and I'll make your life so much better. There is tremendous peace for those who yield to me, tremendous power, and tremendous opportunities. I will open your eyes to opportunities all around you, opportunities not to be seized in your own strength, but taken reliant on my goodwill towards you and others. Be dependent on my grace. My grace empowers you and will work through you. You are the branch yielding my fruit. So stay well watered, well fed. Then you will have a sufficiency for every good work. I am first and I am main. Acknowledge me first in the morning. Ask for my presence to be with you. Ask for insight and help. Yield to whatever I show you. Stay open, and you will see more than you could ever imagine. Let's begin again.
1: Wow, that that is so good, Debs. I am so grateful for the Holy Spirit for sharing this with us and offering us this fresh start. Yeah, I have chill bumps. It feels good to, to hear yeah. that. You know, Debs, a, a few years back, um, Francis, Francis Chan, mm-hmm. he wrote a great book called Forgotten God, mm-hmm. and he wrote it with the hope of reversing the neglect of the Holy Spirit among believers. He actually opens the book with this premises that there are millions of churchgoers across America who cannot confidently say that they have experienced the Holy Spirit's presence or action in their lives in the past year. I believe it. And many of them don't even believe that they can. And he goes on in this book to say that if Satan's goal to thwart God's wisdom and purposes, certainly one of his main goals would be to get people to ignore the Holy Spirit. Now, I don't know why I never really thought of it like this before, but I agree.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You hear more um, discussion Mm -hmm. and disagreement. Oftentimes, I mean a lot of the church splits, yeah, and differences in denominations center around the person of the Holy Spirit, yeah, whether or not you know he's does certain things today and all of that, so I think you're absolutely right, considering he's so essential that so much of just being able to live the christian life is hinges on our relationship with the holy spirit the receiving the the promise of the holy spirit if the enemy can get us to just ignore him he wins yeah right well he doesn't because the holy spirit is beautiful in terms of even when we are resistant he has a way of still knocking on that door and tugging on our house, on our heart and drawing us to himself yeah, but yeah. it can be it, it can be quite a journey and look at how much we can miss out on
1: yes a lot <laughs> <laughs>
0: so wherever you are guys in your journey the holy spirit wants you to know that you absolutely can experience his presence you can hear his voice you can hear His voice, and you can experience His action in your life. Just start asking. Start acknowledging your need for Him every day and start talking to Him. One of my absolute favorite things to do these days, and to be honest with you, I just got in a rut and quit doing it and obviously paid the price for it. But it's something that I've begun again, and it is making all the difference. I am just waking up, and as soon as I wake up, I say, Good morning, Holy Spirit.
1: Oh, I love that.
0: I want to spend the day with you. I want to do life with you today. I want you to lead the way. You know, my life, my heart, my hands, (laughs) my mind, it's all yours. So just help me. I need your guidance and your counsel. And I definitely need your intercession. Help me hear your voice and sense your presence. And let me tell you, help wanted. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Help wanted over here, Holy Spirit. (laughs) And guess what? He gladly takes that job every single day. Yeah. You know, A.W. Tozer said, if you think of the Holy Spirit, as many do, as merely just a power or influence, our constant thought will be, how can I get more of it? But if we think of him in a biblical way as a divine person, our thought will rather be, how can the Holy Spirit have more of me?
1: Mm. I love that. That is so good. Well, guys, I think we're going to wrap it up here, and we hope that after listening today, you're feeling the desire to know the Holy Spirit better. In our next episode, we'll be sharing four practical ways for you to get to know the Holy Spirit better, including how to hear His voice. As always, we cannot wait to meet with you here again at First Main, your avenue to living well.